0: I'm Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 32 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. This record, is it a folk? Is it a plane? Is it the Velvet Underground and Nico? No, it's a superwoman. This record, It's a collection of singles released by this artist from 1964 to 1967. In 2008, this artist was labeled the godmother of freak folk for her role in inspiring a new generation of folk experimentalists. Her music has also been categorized as psychedelic folk or new folk. What's interesting, though, is despite all of these classifications, she herself has stated multiple times she's not a folk singer. This time around, we will check out the record entitled Some Things Just Stick in Your Mind, Singles and Demos 1964 to 1967, which is a compilation record by Vashti Bunyan. For the record, I love this collection. It is so beautiful, mellow, and inspired. Now, if you've never heard of Vashti Bunyan, no one can really blame you because she made a pretty bold move early on. So she put out her first record called Just Another Diamond Day in 1970. It was sincere, lovely, pretty, potentially influential, But it really didn't go anywhere when it came to sales. So guess what she did? Probably the most punk rock thing she could have done. She walked away. She began a self-imposed exile from the music industry to live a more low profile lifestyle. Now, that's not to say that she didn't give the music business an honest try. Think about this. The first song on this record was written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and their manager, and and he started grooming her to basically be Marianne Faithful 2.0, much to her distaste. She didn't want that. That said, I want you to really meditate on this. Her first single, called Some Things Just Stick In Your Mind, was again written by two Rolling Stones. It had very good production. It had her perfect voice and the guitar on this track was played by a relatively unknown studio guitarist at the time whose name was Jimmy Page. And this didn't sell. Only a few hundred copies were pressed before it disappeared almost immediately into obscurity. The cool thing though, 30 years later, it was rediscovered, reissued and Bunyan's career was revived. Two new albums, international tours, and a documentary followed. Now, one thing that I love on most of these tracks is that they were released as record recordings. Look, what you hear is the sound of them on their original record being played. And the ensuing pops and crackles just bring these songs to an even more sublime level of mellow. Let's get into some of these pretty songs. You know, the words to "I want to be alone set the tone, really for the record. It comes right after the title track. It is the beautifully expressed way that often overthinking introverts feel when they love you, but they need time to regroup. Listen to this. you know there are times when I don't need you, but you you seem to think it means, don't love you but I do but sometimes I want to be alone somewhere on my own I don't know why it is but I sometimes feel that I have to get away yet I know I love you but sometimes I want to be alone somewhere on my own doesn't make me stay to walk aimlessly hand in hand just today set me free let me be alone Tomorrow I may feel that I can't go through even one more lonely hour without you. Yes, it's true that sometimes I have to be alone. Every introvert can relate to this. Every introvert in a relationship can totally relate to this. But does this sound like folk music? Again, the artists themselves would tell you no. But I think especially at the time a young woman with an acoustic guitar just got kind of the folk stamp. Think of it this like, think of it like this. When we now say the Stooges were the godfathers of punk rock, it makes sense in context now. But they, when they were just the Stooges and they were new, they just did what the Stooges did. Same thing here. You could call her the godmother of freak folk, I guess, but she was just doing what she did. It's funny, too, how sometimes labels backfire. The punk band, the Minutemen, have a song called Bob Dylan wrote propaganda songs. I interviewed Mike Watt, who wrote it. He said that he was worried that his own lyrics were getting maybe potentially politically preachy, so he wrote that. But the funny thing is, is that he totally said he totally loved Dylan. Another example. Morrissey has a lyric in the song called Shakespeare's Sister by the Smiths, where he says that, I thought that if you had an acoustic guitar, then it meant that you were a protest singer. The band Cracker, later on, sang in one of their songs that what the world needs now is another folk singer like I need a hole in my head. (laughs) So think of it this way. What is folk music? Definitions of contemporary folk music are generally vague and variable. It's usually taken to mean all music that's called folk. That's not traditional folk music. And I think that that's essentially what we have here. The picture perfect train song is an example. Listen to this. Traveling north, traveling north to find you. Train wheels beating the wind in my eyes. Don't even know what I'll say when I find you call out your name. Love, don't be surprised. It's so many miles and so long since I've left you. Don't even know what I'll find when I get to you. But suddenly now I know where I belong. It's many hundred miles and it won't be long. Isn't that nice? What I love is the the atmosphere of all of these songs, And, and I love the relative simplicity of the words. With only a few exceptions, the words are very easy and relatable. Like the song, I'd like to walk around in your mind, which is one of the best, you have no idea, I wanna help you, and that makes me mad, but I still love you, songs ever. (laughs) I'd like to walk around in your mind someday. I'd like to walk all over the things you say to me. I'd like to run and jump on your solitude. I'd like to rearrange your latitude to me. You say you just want peace and you'd never hurt anyone. You see the end before the beginning has ever begun. I would disturb your easy tranquility. I'd turn away the sad impossibility of your smile. I'd sit there in the sun of the things I like about you. I'd sing my songs and find out just what they mean to you. But most of all, I'd like you to be unaware and I'd like to just wander away trailing palm leaves behind me so you don't even know I've been there. Think about that. Think about the complexity of this relationship. The Body and Posture website says this about this kind of love. It says a person who's able to give unselfishly is usually at peace with themselves. They give without expecting something in return and with no intention of gain. They trust in their own worth and existence. The gift of unselfish love has become somewhat of an anomaly these days because it goes against the whole me first mentality that has pervaded our society. Unselfish love disarms competition, jealousy and fear. It's the ultimate act of kindness. You hear that peace all throughout this record. That same piece is probably what ultimately gave her the strength to walk away when it wasn't accepted by the masses at the time. One last one I want to isolate is the very first song that I have ever heard from this artist. It's called 17 Pink Sugar Elephants. What's funny is I saw a little interview with her and she said that when she sang that, she did not want it recorded that she just thought it was the people would think it was silly. I don't want to be known for this, but it's childlike wonder is really, really gripping. Here's the lyrics. I saw 17 pink sugar elephants sitting under a chestnut tree. I said, good morning, pink sugar elephants, but they wouldn't speak to me. Each had two eyes, but they couldn't see me there each had four legs, but they couldn't go anywhere. And so we just sat that early autumn morning, sun not yet risen and magic everywhere. I walked up to one pink sugar elephant and asked why he wouldn't speak to me, but he was a factory made pink sugar elephant given to children for treats after tea. He had two eyes, but he couldn't see me there. He had four legs, but he couldn't go anywhere. And so we just sat that early autumn morning, sun not yet risen and magic everywhere. Think of the time this was made. Could it be about childlike playfulness like I interpret it? A short story about using one's imagination? Could the song be about psychedelics? It's just plain lovely and as such. I refuse to believe it was just a happy description of a box of animal crackers. But then again, that in itself would be so charming in its simplicity, wouldn't it? All in all, it just works as the picture painted just lets your imagination decide. I wanted to do this record, not because it was a life-changing record for me, but because it is an audible equivalent to therapy on wax. It soothes the listener. And it just sounds so nice. And the fact that the songs are both smart and relatable helps to take these melodies and harmonies to other realms. I recommend you check this record out. If you do, you'll be very happy. But note this, if you don't check this record out, it probably won't tarnish Vasti Bunyan's happiness in the slightest, because she's okay. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Vashti Bunyan, Some Things Just Stick in Your Mind playlist. You can find it really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast dash bunyan some things just stick in your mind song number one is some things just stick in your mind again that was the one that was the jagger richards song number two i want to be alone number three is train song number four is love song number five is winter is blue Number six, coldest night of the year. Number seven, I'd like to walk around in your mind. Number eight, winter is blue, again. Number nine, the song is called Girl's Song in Winter. Number 10, if in winter, 100 lovers. Number 11, wish wanderer. Number 12, don't believe and number 13, 17 Pink Sugar Elephants. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast Bunyan. Some things just stick in your mind. We are very, very happy to welcome some new listeners to our show. Our demographic report shows that we now have listeners in the United States in two new places, in the state of Virginia. We have new listeners in Troutville, Virginia and Lynchburg, Virginia. We also have new neighbors listening in the Canary Islands in Spain, in Telangana, India, and in Mexico City, Mexico. Welcome everyone to Refresher. We are so happy you become part of the family. This show would simply not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, just feel free to listen to this anytime this podcast is yours. Please enjoy it. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember, that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening out there.